Hello, Dynasty Wonderland. It is your salary captain, Aaron Stewart, checking in for the third edition of Captain's Cabin. Join me by my side. I, I swear he's a host or a guest and not a host. That's my buddy Dustin again to let us know some things about some sports injuries. On the last episode, we talked about Jerry Judy's ankle. Now it's time to stay in the same division, talk about Austin Eckler's hamstring. And Dustin, thanks for joining me again. How are you doing, bud? I'm doing good, man. How are you doing? Oh, can't complain. Can't complain. I, I like our attire. Like we, I think we just stayed in the theme. We're like, last show was so great. Let's just We're gonna wear the exact same thing again. Exact same thing. It's good luck. And before we get going too far, I want to make sure that listeners know that they can find you on Twitter at Martin underscore Dustin C on Twitter. Highly recommend people following him. He knows things. He drinks and he knows things. Maybe <laughs> drinks. I don't know. Socially. So, so as as we talked about too in the introduction, this is an Austin Eckler pot. He strained his hamstring. And then it's like, oh, no, it's already starting for the Chargers. The injuries are hitting. They're piling up. But he does go out and play in week one. That was respectable. There may be some things of concern, but he made it through the game. So what, what can you tell us about this strained hamstring? What does it mean for him and for us, the fantasy football players? So I feel like when it first came out of the injury report, uh, I know that my – timeline on Twitter just exploded with Austin Echo tweets and he went out week one uh he took 15 rushes for 57 yards he looked good uh he he obviously didn't get hurt again he looked explosive he wasn't limping and I feel like ever since then people just dismissed it I've been scrolling through Twitter and I see nothing about Echo's hamstring and I think people have forgotten about it a lot I'm still a little concerned, though. Uh-oh, a little concerned. So you're telling me that the guy that evaded 10 tackles and currently is number one on player profiler with a 66.7% juke rate concerns you? This I got to hear. I'm a little concerned. So and here's a few reasons why. This is a recurring injury, number one. Number two, and we'll get into exactly why in a minute, number two, he has a history of being a good breakaway runner. And number three, he catches a lot of passes. So number one, uh, my biggest concern, my biggest reason for concern, this is a recurring injury. This is a recurring soft tissue injury and a running back. So we have to remember last year that Eckler missed six games with a hamstring strain and a hyperextended knee. And he actually confirmed that in the post-game press conference from week one. Um, let me read exactly what he said. He said, I kind of just slipped up a little bit and it didn't feel as right as I would like it to. And it was the same one as last year too. So we'll keep an eye on it throughout the rest of the year. So he's had a full off season to heal from this hamstring strain from last year. And he's already opening this longer 17 game season with an injury to the same hamstring. He and the team have also acknowledged that this could be a season-long maintenance issue. And, you know, we've seen time and time again with receivers and running backs, they have these nagging lower body soft tissue injuries, and they can be a huge issue throughout the season. 
easy, crazy. And I pulled up. I, I love sticking to player profile there where I could scroll down on this profile page and see exactly what you talked about just, just last year, hamstring strain. And if I heard you correctly, you said it's the same hamstring. It's the same one. He said it himself. Oh, no. Oh, no. That's why it's yellow. Oh, one more time and it's going to be red. <laughs> so number two uh, reason for concern is that Eckler is a really good breakaway runner. So if you go back to 2018, he was number one in the league in breakaway runs, uh, number 12 in 2019. And then last year he got hurt. He missed time. Uh, he only had two total breakaway runs last year. And he even said, he said, when I came back, I felt like I had less speed and I felt like I had less burst. So we didn't see him get into the second level and get away a whole lot last year when he was playing. So, and you're kind of asking me like, okay, why does that matter? So I want to scrape the surface on biomechanics just a little bit. I'll try not to get too far. I won't get too far off in the weeds. So when we're running, it's the hamstrings job to slow down how fast the knee is extending as we go to take a step, right? So as the knee is straightening in order for the foot to hit the ground, the hamstrings are under a lot of tension to slow down how fast the knee is extending. But the hamstring is also having to stretch at the same time. So we call this an eccentric contraction of the muscle. We have tension plus stretch is an eccentric contraction. This is the mechanism that you see with a lot of hamstring strains. This is the mechanism that you see with a lot of Achilles tears. So if you can think back to when Kevin Durant tore his Achilles, everybody goes to, they go to KD when they think about an Achilles injury. It was a sudden step back and the calf muscle, the Achilles is under a lot of tension and also stretching at the same time, right? And it let go. So hamstrings and Achilles, we see a lot of this sudden eccentric loading that causes a strain. So you can imagine when we're sprinting, we're asking a tissue to stretch really fast under a lot of tension to a great length. Now that can be problematic when that tissue is already compromised because we know Eckler has this recurring injury going on. So this is where his breakaway ability comes into play because I don't worry about this injury a whole lot when I see guys that are kind of your between the tackles players. So think of your, your Jordan Howard, your Carlos Hides, your guys that aren't going to catch a lot of passes. They're not going to get outside the tackles a whole lot. And a reason for that is because when you're running behind the line of scrimmage, your shoulders are forward, your center of gravity is low, your knees are bent, and your steps are going to be short and choppy because you've got to be able to make a decision in the hole, right, behind the line. So those guys I don't worry so much about. However, when you get somebody in the open field, the chest comes up, the strides get longer, we're driving the knees harder because we're looking for speed. We're trying to cover as much ground as possible. And this is where hamstring injuries happen because now you're asking the hamstring to stretch fully, really fast, under a lot of tension because we're going for max speed. So guys like Eckler, who usually catch a lot of passes, he's going to be out in the open field a lot. Uh, He's a good breakaway runner. When we're looking at running for a longer distance, he's going to be upright. Nobody runs in the open field, shoulders down, right? 
And this is also a reason. (laughs) Right. So this is also a reason that you see some of these fast, long-legged, rangy wide receivers, Julio Jones, Andre Johnson. They battle hamstring injuries for their entire careers because of this, exactly because of this. Crazy. I've never really thought so much about we've we've thought about injuries before at positions. But I like that point that you brought up of we should even be considering these injuries within the subdivisions of positions of, as, as you mentioned, this type of injury concerning concerning you more because of Eckler's playing style as a pass catcher and a, and a guy that is electric in the open field. So that, right. That's a that's an excellent point. I I haven't seen that anywhere. Like I haven't seen anyone like mention these types of things. And that's why people need to check you out on Twitter and also come into the captain's cabin. I love that point. And one more stat to throw out there uh, with that. When he was active last year, he was on a route on 60% of the Chargers pass plays, 60. So he's out there a lot. If they continue with this this year, um, that's going to be very conducive to this upright running style in the open field where we know that there's a higher likelihood of sustaining a hamstring injury. Interesting. Uh, So you kind of have to ask yourself, though, if the Chargers are already planning around this a little bit. So they gave the rookie, they gave Larry Roundtree eight carries on 28 snaps Sunday. Mm -hmm. Eckler didn't get a single target in the open field. Right. Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert threw 47 passes and not a single one went Eckler's way. So are the Chargers already trying to protect Eckler? Are they trying to keep him between the tackles, keep him out of the open field because they know there's a propensity for that injury to happen? Um, We don't know. We'll have to see. And this this season, I think it's going to be a season-long maintenance issue for Eckler, and we may not see him get – the volume that we hoped we were going to get. We may not see him get that massive target share that we hoped he was going to get by drafting him in the early second round. Crazy. Oh man, you're breaking my heart. I've got him in a league that I would love to win, Dustin. You're breaking my heart. So sorry. Man. Uh, so, you know, what what would you recommend people? Like, I mean, obviously, if you have Eckler, you gotta start him, right? Or like, or is that a trap? Right. Right now, I think you have to start him. We haven't seen – I mean, the Chargers are showing a little bit of tendency. They might be trying to protect him, but a sample size of one game, that's not enough to really influence my decision. If I have him, I'm starting him. Um, so as far as fantasy implications this year, like I said, you may not see the volume that you wanted to see. You may not see that top five target share that you wanted to see. Expect him to be on the injury report at some point, and I'm expecting him to miss some time at some point this year. Uh, I think the Chargers' bye week is week seven, so he's got an early bye that's going to allow him some recovery time, but then we have week eight to week 18 that he's going to be on the field, barring a major setback, he's going to be on the field every Sunday. And I I think he's going to end up having issues before the season's over. That's unfortunate. Hopefully not. I, I love Austin Eckler. I love that he's involved in the, the fantasy community, and I would never wish an injury on anybody, but I, I don't have the best outlook. And, and, and maybe 
if there's one thing that could help Eckler is that the dude's in ridiculous freaking shape. <laughs> like, yes. He may, he may be like, you look at the weight. What, what is he like? 195 or so, but like the dude 200. is 200. He's at 200. And I he's believe not 200. He, the, the dude's a tank. Anyone that goes and views his, what, like his workout videos on like Instagram. And it just makes you feel like such an insufficient human being when you see what the stuff that he does. So, but you know, we're, we're hoping that being this just top tier athlete that maybe he can counter some of this, but right. Like I get it. It's one game, but your point, you made some excellent points that are backed up by that usage in week one, like the, the lack of targets. And that's, that's, that's Eckler's bread and butter. The route. Now, to be fair, mm-hmm. to be fair, Justin Herbert was surprisingly not under that much pressure from Washington's line Yeah, that he did. He didn't have to check down because he wasn't under much pressure, but I expected to see some type of design pass play go to Eckler. Yeah. Maybe they played it safe. Maybe it was essentially a decoy. <laughs> you know, it's, Maybe. He, he was still running routes at about a 47% rate. He had 22 mm-hmm. routes run and maybe that's what it is. It's, you know, you run the routes and you have to guard them just because you can't not guard Austin Eckler. But right. uh, we, what well, we saw a lot heavy usage of Mike Williams. So interesting. Maybe maybe the passing offense has to adjust and go, you know what? Eckler's dynamic player. We love to utilize him. This hamstring kind of prevents some of that. All right. Keenan Allen in the short game. And we're going to throw some bombs to Mike Williams. I don't hate it, though. Yeah. I don't hate it. Right. That that's awesome. I I think what what you provided, we see in the numbers there. Uh, do you have any other takeaways from from Austin Eckler's injury? Anything else? Like uh, what about Dynasty? Should we be concerned more long term past this season? Now that now that it's I don't want habits, not the right word, but we've seen it back to back seasons with the hamstring. Um, I mean he's. He's 26. He's not quite over that age apex yet for a running back. In Dynasty, if you're going all in this year, I don't think he's the guy to target. Uh, I wouldn't go spend a bunch of draft picks trying to acquire Austin Eckler because you don't want to be disappointed midway through the season uh, if you're trying to make a push for a championship. Redraft, I'm not looking to trade for him because he's probably going to be too expensive, especially it seems that the hamstring is a non-issue as far as the fantasy community is concerned at this point. So if you are going at him with caution, you're not going to be able to afford him in redraft. And if you have him, don't offload him. He, I mean, he's playing, he looks fine. This one game usage could have just, it could have been a fluke. So don't go get rid of him just because don't because of one game, unless somebody's willing to give you a massive overpay. If you find an Austin Eckler fan that wants to give you a huge haul, then by all means, go for it. Uh, we talked about Larry Roundtree uh, getting eight carries. And again, are they priming him for – a potential Eckler injury? Or are they just trying to conserve it? We don't know. We don't know. It's pure speculation at this point. And, and I had to, I had to mention Scott Fishbowl, you know, because I'm a representing the 
representing the league with the shirt here. And nice. for people listening to this podcast, yeah, I got uh, the, the ACBC style at SFB shirt. And the reason I brought up SFB is I put in a, not even a bid. He was just a free agent for Justin Jackson. Because hey, if Eckler misses time, like, yes, I'm with you. Roundtree is clearly the 1B, or not 1B. He's the, he's the backup there, and he's going to have his role. But I don't see Roundtree doing all the stuff uh, if Eckler has to miss time. And that's just perfect to put in a Justin Jackson as like a flex play. Scott Fishbowl, or maybe some of your leagues have gotten a lot more flex spots. So what do you think about that? I think it's a good idea. I like the idea a lot. So, you know, deep roster, stash Justin, Justin Jackson. His problem has always been, when, ironically, it's been injuries with Justin Jackson too. So, you know, if he's healthy and Eckler's not, get that one good game. Didn't Justin Jackson have a, a big old game? last year or something like that uh, let's see he had a, he did yeah. finish top 10 last year he did have a 142 yard game 17.2 fantasy points in ppr and was that a game that eckler missed we're gonna check here that what that was a game that eckler missed so yeah. man, looky there man justin jackson free flyer and scott fishbowl very true now larry roundtree right now uh I looked just before we started recording, and he's number 19 on Sleeper's top 22 trending players. So Roundtree's usage went way under the radar as far mm-hmm. as him getting carries. If you're in a super deep league where you can afford to roster somebody like Roundtree, uh, I think he's definitely worth a prospective ad, at least if, God forbid, Eckler goes down until you see how the usage between Justin Jackson and Roundtree checks out. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, he's a, he's a rookie running back, not a lot of wear and tear in the pros. And it, it was a new coaching staff, new coaching staff. Uh, I don't think it was a new front office, but new coaching staff, this is clearly their guy. Whereas Justin Jackson was brought in from the old regime. So yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. It seems Roundtree is the preferable guy. Jackson might be a dart throw, but it has some intriguing upside if he can stay healthy. But yeah, definitely deep rosters. Hold, hoard those running backs because you never know. That's right. Tyson Williams. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> and on that note, is there anything else you got with Austin Eckler? You brought fire as always, my friend. That's it, buddy. I appreciate it. Awesome. Well, to the Dynasty Wonderland, once again, make sure that you follow Dustin on Twitter at Martin underscore Dustin C. My friend here, he's been a long time PTA. He's working on a bridge program to get the bachelor degree to go to PT school. And he's going to, he's going to kill it. He's worked with athletes in the the field. He knows his sports injuries. You should listen when he talks. I learned some things. I know you guys learned some things. And on the final note here, this is your captain checking out. Thank you.